From our studios in beautiful North Florida, it's in black and right. And now your host, Jerry Brooks. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. As, they, as our intro declared, I am your host, Jerry Brooks, also the baby-faced assassin of freedom and your tour guide through the alternate universe of Joe Biden's America. And boy, are we going to have to take you on a tour today. Now, before we kind of get into the fun stuff of the day, you can always contact us via email at inblackandright uh, at gmail.com. You can also go to our website, inblackandright.net. Uh, check out the online store. We've got a few things that uh, we're selling right now. And we're looking to expand our uh, selection of merchandise. It's going to be fun. And getting and we're going to be getting into the holiday spirit here pretty quick. Uh, I know it's a little early, but hey, what can you do, folks? Uh, so anyway, well, yeah, before we get into the really big story, uh, today is the final uh, primaries of the season. And Rhode Island is one of the states, and there's a battle in the great state of New Hampshire. Uh, definitely, uh, there are MAGA candidates. Uh, Caroline Levitt, who is running for uh, Congress in House District 1, and General uh, Don Bolduc, who is running in the uh, primary, for the Republican primary for the U.S. Senate. And these are definitely people who are very much America first. And, well, I mean, I'm not there, but, and the primary is going to shut down in just a few short hours anyway, but I w definitely just wanted to at least uh, wish General Bolduc and uh, Ms. Levitt well in tonight, and we'll be getting those uh, primary results uh, during the evening and we'll comment on it tomorrow. But of course, the big story today, yes, the economy, ladies and gentlemen, and for those of you who were paying attention and knew that it wasn't gonna get any better, well, today, your uh, instincts were validated. And you have been vindicated because the month of August, uh, inflation rose at 8.3%, which actually was worse than expected. And to rub salt on an open wound, the clueless, the venal, the narcissistic mental midgets of Joe Biden's White House did an event today touting, how, touting their quote-unquote success because of all the out-of-control, psychotic, wackadoodle spending. Like the Inflation Reduction Act that doesn't do anything, and I mean nothing, to reduce inflation. Does nothing. But yet, 
hey, it gives all these uh, these green raw deal types, the Enviromaniacs. Okay, yeah, we're gonna do all this, and oh, we're gonna get off. We're gonna get off those nasty fossil fuels, and we're gonna have so much clean energy. Gag. I mean, please, people. I, I mean, seriously. I mean, I'll. I mean, and oh, if you think that was fun. Well, here's something to really make you swing off the chandeliers, uh, ladies and gentlemen. The Dow Jones today, if you haven't heard, at the close of trading today, uh, Tuesday the 13th, the Dow was down 1,276 points. <laughs> Almost pushing 1,300 point loss in one day. That's the worst plunge that's been seen in like two years <laughs> that's insane but hey remember everything's fine <laughs> the S&P down 177 points today the Nasdaq down 706 yes folks everything is just hunky-dory could somebody, I mean, of course, the only quote-unquote bright spot is that the price of gas is down, but it's not because of anything that Biden has done. Demand has just been nothing short of almost squelched. So demand is down, prices are down, which is nice in the short term, but that's the only real bright spot because still uh, the price for food still way up the price of utilities still way up oh my gosh it's just hideous I mean the core CPI the core uh, consumer price index which doesn't include food and energy prices increased more than expected going from six going rising to 6.3 percent from 5.9 percent in the month of july so yes per inflation is still very much in your grill oh and if you happen to have a mortgage oh a home mortgage yeah hang on folks because right now the average rate for a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is at 6.2 percent and it's expected to go even higher because the feds are looking to increase interest rates again by another three quarters of one percent or 0.75 which will then put home mortgage rates at seven percent Oh boy, aren't you going to be happy about that if you're looking for a new house? And oh, don't and <laughs> and don't even think about refinancing. And I just feel really bad for those who had variable rate mortgages. I mean, they got so used to such low interest rates. And oh, by the way, uh, when President Trump left office. Uh, mortgage rates were at 2.7%. Just a little reminder for 
uh, those of you who got fooled or just, well, you just got Trump derangement syndrome. But still, this is not fun at all. Not fun at all. And since mortgage interest rates for homeowners are a mess, guess what it does to the rental market? Yes, rental prices have increased as well with utilities and food and everything else. This is just an absolute train wreck. But since, you know, Clueless Joe and his crew back in D.C. seem to think that, oh, everything's just awesome. You know, I mean, it's almost like I expect them to break into that Lego movie song. You know, everything is awesome. It's like, no, it's not. These people are living in Never Never Land. They are completely disconnected from the reality of hard-working Americans. And of course, as always, as I feel the need to remind folks, when you have inflation like this, and you have all problems across the board, I mean, you're talking not just food, not just gas, energy, utilities, everything across the board going up, guess who that affects the worst? Again, the poor, minorities, uh, people on fixed income, our seniors. Oh yeah, it's just beautiful all across the board. So today, uh, Clueless Joe had an event at the White House, uh, I believe out in the... Uh, the South Lawn and people are there just like oh we've done this great thing we've spent all this money and blah 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 I mean it's like it sounds like Charlie Brown's teacher on steroids just kind of I'm like these these people are clueless it's 56 days to election day and they still don't get it and they still don't want to get it and Democrats are worried the mainstream media is worried they can only do but so much coverage of the death of Queen Elizabeth but again I tell I tell people all the time and I say it on the show I say it when I'm out in public and I'm meeting people stay focused on the target don't let the mind games distract you it's a psychop it's a total psychop so yes, stay focused, stay involved. We are not there yet, but the clock is ticking. And so now, I'm really not so much worried about, you know, the, the Democrats really need to go. You know, and Biden apparently said that if the, if the Democrats lose, it's going to be a difficult two years. I'm like, excuse me, we've already had a difficult two years with them in control the house the senate the white house uh yeah that's just messed up i mean we've already had the embarrassing debacle in afghanistan where 13 american heroes lost their lives a whole bunch more were injured disabled maimed whatever lost limbs yeah, okay, we've got a border that has more holes in it than Swiss cheese with an estimated 6 million illegal immigrants 
expected to just dance their way right into the country before the end of the year. We're already at five million. Already at five million. But no, these those issues, no, no, no. We have a secure border, Kamala Harris said on Sunday on uh, Meet the Depressed. I'm like, seriously? Uh, Roach, uh, <laughs> what have you been smoking, Kamala? You back uh, smoking the wacky tobacco again? I mean, this is insane. She's supposed to be the dadgum border czar. We have a secure border? I'm like, yeah, okay. Uh, what is seriously wrong with this picture, class? Anybody? Show of hands. Yeah, no. We've even got, in Texas, not just Governor Abbott sending buses of these illegal immigrants, but there are municipalities, mayors, who are sending their own buses to places like New York and D.C. and Chicago. It's not just the it's not just the state government. There are so many people, and these are part, parts of South Texas that are predominantly Hispanic. They're sick of it because these illegal immigrants are just doing all kinds of damage to all of these towns everywhere. I mean, it's everywhere, folks. So no, I mean, yeah, it's. I, I, it's like this whole phenomena seems to be catching, but it's not really dealing with the problem. The real work is not going to be on November 8th. That's phase one. Phase two is going to have to start when the new Congress is seated in January. Now, yes, there will be no Liz Cheney. There will be no Adam Kinzinger. And I'm sure there's not going to be any more of this foolishness with the January 6th kangaroo court unless they completely change everything about it to get to the real truth. And frankly, I'd love to see Ray Epps, the mystery man of January 6th, to come and testify before Congress and do it live under oath. So this is going to be real interesting. But, as I have warned folks, now I know there's a lot of Republicans that I've run into and they're thinking everything's going to be all hunky-dory. I said, I'm not quite that sure because remember you're dealing with rhinos in leadership. Kevin McCarthy wants to be speaker. Mitch McConnell needs to be out as the minority leader. Because if we don't get some real leaders, not those who pretty much think compromise is agreeing with the Democrats, no, that's called capitulation. Totally different concept. But we need, if we're not going to get the real uh, policy changes, the real reforms that are necessary to get the nation back on track, I mean, after the midterms, it's two years till 2024, and President Trump will be back. I mean, I, I know some people are like, it either gives joy to some and fear to others, but, well, I've actually mature, I'm mature enough to separate policy 
from personality. Now, there are things about his personality that are a little rough. I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of, but he had policies that put America first. It put the American economy first. It put American national security first, American sovereignty first, everything. And we were to be the leaders. We're supposed to be the leaders of the free world. Well then, hey, let's get back to solid Trump-style energy policy, where you had $2 a gallon gas. Jeez, I mean, is this a hard thing? Because I can tell you right now, there would be major league improvements in the market and in the economy. All we have to do is just simply say, we are going to reinstitute the Keystone Pipeline. We're going to do the Dakota Access Pipeline. We're going to get our pipelines back on track and back working. And yes, there's going to be fracking. Now, I know the eco-freaks out there just don't like it, but too bad. We need energy. We need our own energy. And what? And we already look like fools begging people like Saudi Arabia, Iran, Venezuela for their oil. And here in Florida, let me tell you, down in South Florida, Miami-Dade area, the Venezuelan exile community was none too thrilled when they found out that Biden had sent uh, an envoy to Caracas uh, to try to make a deal with the Maduro government. Ooh, that went over like a lead brick upside the head uh, with the community down there. They were PO'd. So were the Cubans. Ay, 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 ay. This man, Clueless Joe, he's like King Midas in reverse. Everything he touched goes, it just becomes a big pile of poo. A big pile. And it really stinks. It really does. Holy cow. And yet, he's still going to be under the uh, delusion that he's going to run again in 2024. There's no guarantee he's going to get out of 2022 or 2023 to run for re-election in his current state, which is only going to get worse because of the stresses of the office. Anybody with half a brain and some decent critical thinking skills knows that the man is not in charge. He's got his handlers. I mean, who's really running the Biden White House? Because it sure ain't Joe Biden. Could it be White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain? Somebody else? I I, I don't know. But whoever it is, uh, they have zero clue what they're doing and don't even get started about the whole thing with, well, Trump's going to be indicted. I said, first of all, there's no guarantee of that because the DOJ and the FBI have screwed the pooch so bad it makes a dog breeder cry. They have messed it up. And the fact that there's this special master that's still there who's going to be going over this And the DOJ does not want an independent set of eyes getting into their business. That's why they've already have asked and filed that the judge in the case, uh, 
rescind her order, her previous order for the special master, and they've also up and gone to uh, and filed an appeal with the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals. Because eventually, if this could get to the Supreme Court, it is very possible. I'm not ready to take it off the table yet, but still, uh, the special master is just going to throw a major league monkey wrench in their in the DOJ's plans, because they want to indict Donald Trump on whatever, be it obstruction of justice or whatever. The story's changed so many times; it's like I don't even change my socks that often. My gosh, but still, they're they're going to go for it. And so long as the special master is involved, who's reviewing all the documents, and a good bunch of them, the FBI and the DOJ had no damn business taking. Apparently there were medical, uh, medical documents. Uh, sorry, that's a major, major uh, breach of HIPAA law. Took his passports. And, of course, they're trying to say, oh, no, they didn't. The mainstream media got right in lockstep. And they were proven wrong. And Trump did it. Trump did it to him again. He's done it to the mainstream media and to the swamp creatures time after time after time. And for these attorneys, I feel badly for them because they, too, have been targeted by the mainstream media and these so-called legal experts. No! It's like the man is entitled to due process and a good defense. Now, of course, they figured they're going to try to wear him down, wear him down with lawyers, but uh, I can assure you, uh, Donald Trump is pretty okay right now. He's got all kinds of resources and especially a campaign war chest which is pretty darn big right now. And all he has to really do is just say, I am officially running for President of the United States in 2024, and his war chest will absolutely start growing like weeds. And he's already doing pretty dang well in the polls, uh, beating, beating DeSantis for the primary. I mean, essentially, all he has to do is announced and Trump will be the nominee. Everything else is just, you know, ritual. The, the minutia of the whole process. All he has to do is announce he's running and I have a feeling that's going to be sooner rather than later. So yeah, all he has to do is just say I'm running. Oh, mercy. But right now, I mean, I kind of, I mean, I wish he was back. I really wish he was. You know, of course, there are going to be those who go for, you know, he shouldn't run. He shouldn't run. He's mishandled everything. He's, uh, it's like, stop. Stop it. Just, just stop. Because for Trump derangement syndrome sufferers and those media um, minions who are just spewing all kinds of lies forwarding narratives from the DOJ and the FBI. It's like, folks, to say that he mishandled documents is one of the most brain-dead things I have ever heard. Because Mar-a-Lago, 
is essentially about as secure as Fort Knox. It is monitored 24-7, 365. There are cameras all over the place. I mean, all over the place, inside and outside. There are Secret Service agents there. Now, Mar-a-Lago has been closed for the summer. He hasn't been there, but yet he has what he needs to keep documents secure, including recommendations that were made by the Justice Department, which he followed. And yes, he was cooperating with the National Archives, but apparently the librarians got ticked. They called the cops to go get the late library books with essentially American KGB, also called the FBI, all tacked out and, no, and just went through the place. They went through Melania's uh, room and her closets and her unmentionables. They went through 16-year-old Baron Trump's room. Apparently, you know, it's like even Baron Trump can't even get away from the FBI. That's pretty sad, folks, to do that to a 16-year-old who's probably in there with some nice, huge TV with the Mac Daddy gaming system of all time. You know, who knows? He could be playing Minecraft or whatever. Doesn't matter. He's 16 years old. He doesn't know about this stuff. But that's okay. They don't care. This is Machiavelli on steroids. Now, I mentioned the book a day or two ago, The Prince by Machiavelli. If you really want to understand the mind of the militant cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs wackadoodle left, read The Prince because that's what it's about for them. The ends justify the means and they don't care how they do it. They just don't care because they know they've got a media on their side but still, but the American people are a whole heck of a lot smarter uh, than the government thinks. And so because those who might have uh, differing opinions from the narrative of the state, now you've got FBI agents going around to Trump supporters, about 50 of them, with subpoenas and search warrants. This is absolutely wackadoodle. The FBI is off of its rocker and it wonders why its credibility sucks. Uh, yeah, when you do something like that to American citizens, yeah, you don't tend to make friends. And now that you've got whistleblowers uh, who are going to members of Congress with all kinds of things, all kinds of information, now you want to try to shut them up. A uh, little bit late because the genie's out of the bottle. And this is why January is going to be a very hot month in D.C. Because there are going to be, I believe, some serious, serious hearings. And the heat's going to get turned up. And it needs to be turned up. And if Kevin McCarthy pulls a Paul Ryan 2.0 and try to stop the key members of these committees, his committee chairs, from doing their job... It's like, trust me, you're not going to help the GOP. I promise you that. But we still have 56 days left. 
So, and, and believe me, just be ready. Don't let anything really surprise you. I mean, there's going to be probably some kind of October surprise. Or maybe even a November surprise. I don't know. But do not be shocked by what the mainstream media tells you. Don't be shocked at all. Because, I'll tell you, they're willing to pull out all the stops. And for those MAGA Republicans, those nasty, mean old America first who want a strong economy, a strong military, a defended border. Oh, you people are just extreme. I'm like, okay, if somebody, if somebody does that to you, just look at them funny and smack them upside the head and move on. Because these are people who cannot be helped and cannot be reasoned with. Even if the truth came up and hit them square in the face, they would still buy the lie. But what can you do? So my friends, I'm going to call it a day today. Take care of yourselves. Uh, we'll have uh, the results of the New Hampshire primary. Uh, we'll be probably putting it on uh, our social media. Uh, our audio podcast is available on all major po uh, podcasting platforms. And uh, just like and subscribe. Follow us all the time. We're going to be doing a lot of work between now and Election Day. So, my friends, take care of yourselves. God bless. And remember, as always, patriots come in all colors.